as we demystify the fat experience through discussions of sex, art, swimwear, and and each other. We try to keep it light, but it can definitely get heavy. So So come come with with us. Hi, podcast babies. I'm (laughs) Jesse Oliver. And I am Makita Loney. And I'm Maureen Smith. And today we are going to be talking about what we eat. Yes, we are. We alluded to this in the pilot very briefly and it kind of like sparked inspiration within us that the three of us all eat very differently mm-hmm. we do yeah uh, and we want to start by saying we're not going to talk about um eating disorders or mm-hmm. disordered eating generally mm-hmm. because we actually want to save that for a separate episode mm-hmm. uh and probably bring someone in who specializes in that yes. as a profession as a professional uh so let's get into it. Yeah. So let's kind of round robin. Like, what's your if if someone were to come and take you by the shoulders and shake you and ask you, "What do you eat?" What would you say? I eat primarily paleo. I do do some rice, and I will eat tacos. So I'll have corn when I eat tacos. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I do very little grains. Uh, I absolutely cannot eat gluten. I have a collagen disorder called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, uh, which means that I also need to be eating more red meat than normal. So I eat a fair amount of red meat. It's like the very only time that people are like, you gotta eat red meat. (laughs) Uh, uh, Red meat and citrus are actually the two biggest things they tell you to incorporate into your diet. I didn't know about citrus. Collagen makes sense. Yes, because, exactly. Because animals. Yes. So, uh, but citrus because um, Ehlers-Danlos also has a relation to scurvy. Ooh, so it's a, a so with every time you say that, I just what? Like, <laughs> I didn't know that was a real my thing. Roommate, my roommate the other day, like, I don't think I had ever told her this element of it. I was just like, oh yeah, I eat a lot of citrus. And she really excitedly goes, do you know that Ehlers Danlos is a relationship to scurvy? I go, why do you think I eat so much citrus? <laughs> God. So, you know. I, I liked your... I so liked, much citrus. I liked the punchline of that. I have a pirate disorder. <laughs> Yar. <laughs> Yar, girl. Uh, Kita, how would Hi. you classify? What do you, what do you eat? What do I eat? You got food? Oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so all I'd say, like, I don't have, like, any, like, intense restrictions, you know? Mm-hmm. I just kind of go with... You the, just kind of eat. I kind of eat, yeah, I mean... I think that's, honestly, I think that's genuinely a little unusual for like yeah. like in this day and age. I feel like, I feel like everybody is, is like, endeavors to, like, oh, well, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this. I mean, yeah, like, I guess, like, in within those parameters, the only things that, I, like, I don't eat as much sugar mm-hmm. as, like, the average person would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just because. And I, I'm not really, like, that much of, like, a sweet tooth person either. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, 
I do just like whatever foods I like do and don't want to eat. Really. Yeah. Well, the tr- I think the trendy term is omnivore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and I'm vegan mm-hmm. or vegan. A vegan. I'm a vegan. Um, I choose to be vegan because of um workers' rights. Yes. I did not know this. Yeah. Please expand upon this. Yeah. It has nothing to do with health. It, I, it has nothing to do with animals, <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Uh, it's because it's actually a boycott of factory farming. Okay. Because, yeah, because um, the most effective form of protest is boycott. And so if you disengage from factory farming, it decreases the need for meat like if basically if you disengage from animal products then even if you're buying organic you're still contributing to the supply and demand chain and so and supply and demand is why factory farming exists Mm -hmm. so the less people need it the less people who demand it the less supply there needs to be and so that's and like there's like a bunch of really fucked up workers rights issues in factory farming and yeah so that's why I'm vegan. Eating ethically is hard. It is hard. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> is hard. Honestly, though, like, it is really easy to be vegan now. <laughs> it's so damn easy to be vegan, especially especially because I live in a big city. Yeah. Like, I live, I live less than a mile from three grocery stores. I no like five grocery. I'm like now that I'm thinking about it, I live less than a mile from five grocery stores, all of which have vegan options, affordable vegan options. Yeah, I will say Chicago's not the easiest place to be gluten free. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you'd think, like my my mother lives in Little Rock, and there's like a great gluten free bakery in Little Rock, and like all of the local restaurants offer gluten free buns from that bakery. Like we don't have anything like that here. There's um, there's deflowered, deflowered, but that is like, but that's it's not like, like that's like pastries, right? It's not like providing buns to every local right, restaurant, yeah. or you know. Um, or bread, and like actually, when I go to Little Rock, I come home with like a hundred and twenty dollars worth of bread. Nice, damn. Just because it's so, it's like whatever Paula Dempsey of Dempsey Bakery is doing, <laughs> she's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> uh, so, because it's you know there there is some grain in it, but it's not grainy. It doesn't taste bad. It is, like, delicious and feels hearty and, like, bread. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have been gluten-free for maybe 11 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So before I got the Ehlers-Danlos diagnosis, I had a doctor say, I don't know what's happening to your body, but clearly, because I was, like, really sick. Mm-hmm. Like, from high school on, I would, like, throw up once every, like, three weeks and couldn't figure out what was going on with my body. And I tried everything to, like, help it. Like, I went vegan for two years, and that didn't make the throwing up stop and made me bruised everywhere. Because if you have a collagen disorder, not getting any animal protein, like, I was, like, I was, like, bruised everywhere all the time. And I was, like, this is fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just need to take more iron. And (laughs) that wasn't helping. Uh... So, finally, a doctor in Denver was like, uh, 
you're probably, he's like, this isn't normal gluten intolerance. This is probably celiac disease, but that test is expensive and you don't have insurance. So I'm just going to tell you this is what it is. And <laughs> you could either believe me or not believe me. Cause I was like, no, that's a made up thing. People are just going gluten free to lose weight. And I don't really care about that. That yeah. was like, actually like a statement that came out of my mouth. And finally the doctor was like, look, You keep coming in with stomach issues. I keep telling you to cut this thing out. You keep saying no. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's my turn to say no. If you come in with a stomach issue, I am not treating it because I have told you what I think the problem is and you're not listening. Which, to his credit, he was correct. (laughs) So, I, like, he made me, like, and we were, like, we were friendly. This wasn't, like, you know. And he was, like, give it six weeks. If in six weeks you don't feel better, we will start running more tests. We'll do something, right? Right. Three days in, and I was, like... Can't you feel a brand new day? <laughs> like, oh boy, I was wrong. I noted. I just was being stubborn. Uh, and I like, you know, you know, I, yeah, but I was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, just me being stubborn. And I have not had gluten since except for when I get poisoned and then what happens when I accidentally eat gluten is every joint in my body swells up Uh, so like my fingers will swell to the point where I can't like bend at the knuckle uh and my knees will swell to the point where they won't hinge so I can't really walk without waddling and um it's like I actually got glutened not terribly long ago and it was the I woke up I like woke up in the middle of the night and was sick to my stomach and then like tried to get out of bed and could not get out of the bed because every joint I was like literally had to like roll myself I was like because I was like I can't like my hands couldn't bend to like grip onto anything right oh god uh, it was also like the the next day I was flying back to Chicago because I wasn't in Chicago and it was the first time I had to do a wheelchair assist, which is a whole different fat body wheelchair assist situation, right? But it was because I physically could not walk because I had been glutened and I like could not move my body. Oh my God. And it's terrible. It's terrible. But all this to say, right, that like... um. I think it's really interesting when we talk about fat bodies and eating because historically, uh, uh, and as we said, we're not getting into specific eating disordered things, but I think fat bodies are conditioned to have disordered eating from the time we're young. And so there has become this thing in uh, body liberation where we rebuke diet culture, which Mm -hmm. is absolutely correct because diet culture is Mm -hmm. fucked. But then how do you engage in a way of eating? Yeah, that is specific. That makes you feel better. Right. With Because this can be really sensitive to people, right? Mm-hmm. Like this could be like, even the act of just saying, I eat whatever the fuck I want to is an act of liberation yeah. in a fat body, right? right? But also the act of saying, I eat what makes my body feel good is an act of liberation for right. me. Yeah. Or the act of, like, I want to be an ethical consumer. Right. 
is is an you know right no it's it's definitely like i feel very like from a like i feel very privileged to be able to make that choice mm-hmm. because like full disclosure like since being vegan i've gained weight <laughs> but like i don't care like i i much prefer making that ethical choice and like and like i don't feel bad i just but like physically i don't feel bad i just like i think that i was just at a point in my life where i was going to gain weight mm-hmm. i also think i know at least four or five fat vegans yeah like veganism shouldn't be used as a diet. Oh, for right. sure. No, just like paleo shouldn't be used as a diet. And I like I don't buy into this like eating like my ancestors thing. I will tell you, grains just make me inflamed. Yeah, that's really my issue, and that's my joint disorder, and that is a very specific thing. Yeah. No, that pre-veganism, I I was. Omni or whatever the fuck. And it was incredible. <laughs> whatever. whatever the fuck. <laughs> whatever the fuck. Um, and it was incredibly liberating. Like, had Kita, had you ever, like, made a choice of, like, oh, like, I'm going to be gluten-free or, oh, I'm going to be doing this? You- Not really. I mean, like, I did. And I don't like to talk about, like, that because that was a very, like... Yeah. Yeah. Not good, you know, like the purely diet culture time. Oof, diet culture. But, um, like, I think now in general, like, I mean, because you're vegan and I love going to your house and eating food, I'm I'm vegan for, like, the day or the night or whatever. (laughs) You know, like, I don't discriminate because, like... Well, I also think, um, yeah, not discriminating also... We're people, Mm-hmm. trying to people and I think mm-hmm. that like uh, there so long fat bodies have been forced to participate in disordered eating that we never signed up for mm-hmm. right like like we have just been forced in that participation mm-hmm. yeah like I remember the first time being dropped off at Weight Watchers I was like eight yeah right like, Ooh, I feel like everybody has had that damn app on their phone or, yeah. or or like had like the book in their shelf or whatever. Yeah. That damn app. Right. I also think we are three humans who can say I eat the way I want to eat because it makes my body function and feel better or makes me as a human feel ethically better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not intentional weight loss because fuck intentional weight loss yep it's not uh, it's not it is us treating ourselves with kindness mm-hmm. and i think one thing that's really hard for fat bodies is we are conditioned to treat ourselves without kindness yeah and so this is us saying i eat the way i would like to eat because that is how i treat myself well mm-hmm. yeah we were kind of like before we started recording we were kind of talking about like i feel like everybody has had a bad every fat person has had a bad restaurant experience mm-hmm. oh my god so like i do we is that a thing that we would want to share oh yeah let's try i mean i'm okay with sharing that i'm trying to i feel like i haven't had one in a long enough time 
Or I guess I'm trying to remember, unless there's one that, like, I don't know. I mean, it's not just, like, the eating at restaurants. It's also sometimes just the, like, like how I sit at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. No, or, well, I had that moment yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's, like, a daily thing, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I was, telling, I was telling them I was at this kind of, like, chain Italian. It was not Olive Garden. It was just, like, a weird... I don't even... Maybe it wasn't even a chain, but it's, it was really corporate and shitty Italian restaurant. And I hadn't eaten anything all day... Cause that's how my day went, <laughs> and um, and I had also worked out that day, so I I met my mom at this restaurant, and ordered. This was pre-vegan. I ordered a big bowl of like creamy chicken Alfredo or something like that, because I was like, that gets my engine going. Let's do this. Let's fucking throw down. Let's get me this creamy chicken shit. Yes. Um, and so it, it came out in this enormous bowl, and I was like fuck yeah and I ate all of it and I was like I was just like living my best life like having just like wolfed all of this and like because I hadn't eaten all day I was like I needed this <laughs> like I feel great and then the waiter came up and looked at my bowl and looked at me and went wow you ate all of that and I was just like what <laughs> it like like I was just like swelling up like a balloon because I was like I took care of myself I ate what I wanted to eat and I feel so good about it and then it just this asshole waiter was like like popped my balloon it was terrible fucking asshole I want to fight him me too it's also like what you did was intuitive eating right Right. which is like what we all should be trying to do is Mm -hmm. like feed our body in a way that like fuels our body in a good way and I don't mean that to have like gross connotations because I think that language is being usurped presently right oh for sure uh but that is some grade a fried bullshit like a sir do you want a tip yeah exactly no I like my my mom was treating me in this particular case and I was like do not tip him she was like well I kind of and I was like do not tip him and, like, we are all people who tip people. Like, yeah. For, I have to be, like, pushed to my limit to be like, no, I will not do that. I know this is your livelihood, but you... Fucked up. You fucked up. You marginalized my me to my face. Yeah. You don't get paid for that. Yeah, no. Like, I... Like, you did a bad job. <laughs> like, you... Mm-hmm. Like, I... This is coming from someone who worked in restaurants for 11 years. I... <laughs> Do not tip him. <laughs> God. Uh, I We were in, in storytelling. I went to a restaurant not too long ago with uh, four friends. And the four of them got burgers and I got a salad because this is a place that uh, they're like, there's just no way to get a gluten free anything there besides right. a salad. And... Uh, they brought out every burger individually and they brought out every burger before the salad and the waiter put every burger, like put it in front of me. Then I said, Oh, who has this one? Passed it, came back, put the burger in front of me. And I said, who had this one? And then like, I kept realizing I was the one getting, they were just like inevitably putting that food in front of me. And it, was this moment where I stopped and I said to everyone at the table, I go, did anyone else notice that? Mm -hmm. Because none of them are fat. Right. And I was like, so what that was is that's like 
a form of coding, right? Like this is them saying she must be the one eating the burger. She must be the one eating the burger. And finally they were like, oh, and I guess here's your salad. And it was like this like moment where I was like, what? Yeah, and I was like, "Cool, yeah." Here is my motherfucking salad because I like greens and not being poisoned because my body can't eat the gluten's. Mm -hmm. You know, like (laughs) I was like, "Oh, this is chate," but I also think it like changed my friend's perspective because, like, I talk about this stuff. And historically, like, I would see it and, like, get angry and go home and write a status about it or tweet about it. (laughs) And I, like, stopped the conversation and said, I need you all to pay attention to what just happened. Did you say this after the salad had been dropped? Yes. And I didn't say it to the the restaurant because, like, I didn't, quite frankly, did not have the emotional energy to do that. Yeah. You know? Oh, because that's the whole thing. Because then it would be like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, we, like, like, oh, well, you were the closest one to the server. It just made I, the most which sense. Which I was not. Yeah. Like that, you know, but like, but yes, I didn't have the emotional energy to do that. But I like said to my friends, I want you to pay attention to what just happened because this is some like, bullshit. This is some bullshit. Also, this is a thing that happens. Also, this is a thing I need someone else to speak up about sometimes. You know, like, to, like, be, like, mm-hmm. as people who love me and are my friends, when you see something like this happen, speak up about it. Well, and how, do, how did they, re- not to, like, put your friends on blast, but how did they react? Oh, everyone was, like, oh, oh, like, they, like, I think they started to do the math. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where they were, like, that is screwed up. Yeah, 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 right? Like, because it's, like... I- we have done such a good job as fat people protecting our friends from the way we're treated. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, like uh, j- pretending like it's not happening, pretending like, oh, everything's fine. And I am just no longer inclined to be like, great, I'm going to do that. I don't, I don't, I am too old and too busy to pretend like people aren't being assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kita, did you, you said you had a shitty seating experience? I mean, it wasn't like really, it's just kind of like a, like a fact of life, you know, like you kind of got to guesstimate like if you can fit in that booth or not, you know, and it's just like, oh, I love sitting in the booth, like, you know, my friends are like, oh yeah, let's grab a booth, and I'm like, (laughs) can we get a table, sorry guys, you know, and I feel weird because everybody wants to like have that booth experience, and I'm like, well, I, I, okay, can the table move you know it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like well shit like these are people that like i don't really like sometimes i'll have that moment where it's like i've never had the situation with somebody or we're like we're not as close so i like i feel embarrassed i'm like no but i shouldn't feel embarrassed because this is just like it's an accessibility thing right so it's just like it's one of those things where it's just like well that's like i guess like my biggest like restaurant issue you know it's just like and, like, yeah, it is an accessibility issue, and it, su- and it sucks. I've had that experience more than once at vegan restaurants. Ugh. Specifically at vegan restaurants where it, it'll be, like, a health bent, and it sucks because the food is really good. Because, like, listen, I like I like that granola-y vegan bullshit. Like, I'm right. a... Like, I'm a 
pretty standard vegan. Like I'll eat like You're in it. I'm in it. Like if you <laughs> if you like purport weird spiritual benefits, I'll be like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care, sure. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> but like, but pretty much hand in hand from with those kind of like granola y um vegan places are tiny booths. Mm. Tiny booths. There's this amazing restaurant, amazing restaurant um out like in like out like in northwest Chicago um that I like love going to but we cannot sit in the booths there. Like neither me nor my boyfriend can sit in those booths. I recently had been on a date and we went out to breakfast the next morning. And we walk into the place and he was like, do you want to sit in the booth? And I went, no. And he goes, I was like, we're going to take the table. And he was like, are you are you sure? And I was like, I'm sure. And we sit down and he's like, why didn't you want to sit in the booth? I go, fat, fat women don't go sit in booths they've never been in before. Right. <laughs> if I haven't tested that model out, I am not Literally. going to do that in front of you yeah. right now. And he went, like, I saw him just short circuit for a second because he was like, I don't think anyone's ever just been that direct about it. And I was yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not going to like test that. Like purposely make myself uncomfortable for like a split second. Like no. Because like, no, I'd rather try just to sit. get in yeah. those booths and those tables are bolted to the ground and there's no adjusting. There's no, and you're just like, you know, mm, mm, no, yeah. thank you. You know who has good booths? Demos. Yeah. Where's Demos? Demos is a pizza place. Um, they, I know Damn. it's useless yeah, for you. For useless. People? I don't think so. Yeah, and even then, so there's good. a I'm bunch sorry. of cross contamination. Oh yeah. Um, there's gluten in the air. You walk in, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, I'm oh, again. <laughs> like gluten. <laughs> um, but you, uh, yeah, like the booths are like the benches are really deep, mm-hmm. and the tables are like narrow, so you can kind of like sit back on the bench and then have. But then, like, still have that. It's they're good booths. Yeah, you know, it's also great. Pick me up. Ooh, pick me up does have really good booths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I no. feel like uh, there. I thought I had seen somewhere that there's like a blog of like places that that are accessible for yeah. like fat folks mm-hmm. to like sit at. And you know, I love that. I love that this is being cared about. You know, like yeah. that it really is an accessibility issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anyone follows Kelly Belly. Do you follow Kelly Belly? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. On Insta, she's a universal standard model. I want to say she's like a five X. Like okay. she's an infinite fat. Yeah, okay. but she did a whole thing about when she was flying out to um, Seattle, just trying to sit. At places at airports because oh, everything yeah. has. Oh yes, I saw with the the two sides. Like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. no. I was like, that's so shitty. It's so shitty. Like, why? What's the point of that? Like, what's the point of that design? Well, I mean, it was it was a very strange. I I think that I don't know if it was C. I think it was SeaTac that airport. I know she was going to Seattle. I think they had a like layover somewhere, and I can't remember if that particular photo mm-hmm. was from SeaTac or the layover spot. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I walk into a restaurant and there are tables that uh, have armed chairs, I sort of groan internally because I'm like, now we have this issue where I don't know if I'll be able to fit into your boots. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit into your chairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like a 22, 24, but mm-hmm. I got, I got, I'm hips. I'm mm-hmm. all hips. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
hips and bootay. So, mm-hmm. like, when I go to sit down, I'm like, ugh. Uh, like I, and you know, the way my body is shaped because I have a small waist and hips mm-hmm. and, and a butt, it's like <laughs> my, my hips and my butt get in and go out and then my, <laughs> the arms are perfectly around my waist, but then I go to try and stand up and I take the yeah. chair with me. <laughs> I've had like, a couple of those moments uh-huh, And I'm like, well, this is uh, a chair made to hug my body. Mm-hmm. Damn, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your favorite what are your favorite restaurants around Chicago? That you like that you can like confidently go in and just you know that you're gonna have a positive experience. I can go first. You can yeah. go first. Yeah. Um I have a I have a couple. Great. Um, so there's this place called Fancy Plants. That I really like. I've heard of that place. It's te- it's it's pretty small, but there are all the booths are adjustable. There's mm-hmm. it's like the kind of thing where there's like a bench along a wall, and then like the two top tables, mm-hmm. and then there's um, and then the rest are just like tables. Um, and the bathroom is like nice and spacious, and it's really chill in there, and like the the people working are just like, it's it what it is is like a vegan breakfast spot and you can just it's just i don't know it's just like really chill and the food is really good and they're doing cool things with vegan food so you should everyone should check out fancy plants um yeah it's very good um i don't know i i I guess i don't really eat out as much as like I mean, like, when I say that, I mean, like, I don't physically go to places. I have the food come to me. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, um, I mean, when I go places for work, like, there's, like, one food court that I know I really can't eat at because, like, well, I can, but I have to kind of, like, go out of my way because it's, like, the Hunger Games trying to get seating in that area. Oh, God. So it's just, like, okay. But, I mean, like you said before, like, Demos is a great place. I enjoy them. Um, where else do I eat food? I, I I hate stools, so if you have stools, like I just I I instantly That's the product take my of having little legs, right? Like for me yeah. when I sit on stools, because I'm not short but I am all torso. And so first of all, like I'm when I sit on a stool and my mm. roommate's on a stool and my roommate is like six one, we are sitting at the same height. That should tell you <laughs> But her legs touch the bar and my legs are like <laughs> I look like Edith Ann. <laughs> I'm like I just my legs are the circulation's kind of off. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's like I get up there and sometimes like if the the seats like like there's like a comfortable booth ish and I think I mean not booth sorry like a stool and I actually have a couple of them I just don't have the space to like put them out to sit on so if they're like wide enough and like I can just like kind of dangle my short ass little legs on the side I'm great as long as my booty is comfortable but like man stools turn me off like instantly because I'm just like I gotta climb and then my fast (laughs) has to make sure that like like there's enough like table to me ratio yeah sometimes I feel like I gotta like like climb to climb like, yes! like I do like a weird move to get up to a stool yeah. you're like I'm hating my mom this way <laughs> so I feel like I'm 
me to cutting myself off and it's like, well, I don't want to adjust because then I'll flip out of the chair mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. There's like a whole like a bunch of like physics and math. I just don't feel like doing when it comes mm-hmm. to stools. But um, yeah, I mean, I like tweet. Tweet's good. Well, I was actually, that was one of the places I was oh, going to say yeah. because tweet has like, I mean, that is an a, an intersection place for us. Oh, yeah. Because No, the we, three of us could go to Tweet. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> they have a vegan menu, mm-hmm. they have a gluten-free menu, and they have a regular menu. Yeah. And that is a rarity. It is a rarity. You know, and, I, and now I think about it, I did have one weird restaurant thing that was there, but I don't, like, I don't, I can't tell if it was, like... Good weird or bad weird, so we can kind of like. I feel like that's a whole category because there are times in my life where I can't tell if someone's just being a weirdo because they're like actually trying to be inclusive and they don't know what to do and don't know what to say. So they're like, "Huh, huh? Am I being helpful? Am I being weird? Don't be weird. Don't be weird." And you're like, "Why are you being weird?" Right. And like my default. Is, is going to be because of the the inherited experience. Mm-hmm, same. You're somehow being weird because you hate fat people, right. right? And I do think there is like I always give myself a moment where I'm like, eh, "Do you hate fat people, or are you just being a weirdo right now?" Right? Because like, yeah. you don't know how you. I do think we're in this weird period where people are recognizing that this is a bias. And have no idea how to unpack this bias. Yeah. Because that's actually something that occurs to me with, with your salad story. And actually, to a certain extent, my, like, wow, you ate the whole thing story. Or, no, mine, I don't know. But Yours like, was an asshole. Yeah, mine was just an asshole. Um, but, like... Part of me was like, well, maybe they were doing like the reverse thing of like, well, we're not going to put the salad in front of the fat girl because we don't want to we don't want to just assume that like, mm-hmm. you know, in a group of five, one being a salad and the rest burgers that like, oh, well, I'm on it. Like, we don't want to like make her assume like we think that she's on a diet or something. Right, so right. let's just default put every burger. <laughs> You know, you might be right. And that, I, like, I don't not entertain that at times. But, like, that's so, that's also so far-fetched. It also, like, is still uh, not as frequent, right? Like, that experience, I, I don't know if this was one of the episodes we ended up not being able to use the episode about what happened at the gym, where... Oh, I... Oh, I don't know. So I'm just going to share it again. And if it's, you know, if you're hearing the story again, you're hearing the story again. Yeah. Uh, a woman was like watching me and at first I couldn't I was at the gym I was working out I was doing uh, I was weightlifting because that's what you do I'm good mm-hmm. at it and I love it and it uh, it makes me feel things um, and uh, she was watching me strangely and at first I was like is she just like impressed by my bodacious lifting skills because they are bodacious Uh, And then I realized she was taking pictures and then I realized she was like filming me and then I realized like she was just being an asshole, right? Yeah. And like it, I, I, it's it's really hard right now to be like, are you learning that you have a bias and trying to figure out how to be a kinder, better person towards people in marginalized bodies? Right. Or are you just a fucking asshole? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I really vacillate between, like, you're just a fucking asshole and trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's, I mean, it's a lot of emotional labor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Ugh. Constant. So wait, do you want to share the experience you had? or do I you mean, wanna... I was gonna, but I feel like we've kind of... Or... Oh, share it. Share it. No, okay. So, I mean, it was just me and another friend of mine. And we were going to sit down. And I was like, oh, there looks like to be a table right there. And they're like, oh, no, that won't work for you. The friend said this? Or no, the... like this, the server person. I mean, admittedly, it was like a really tight spot. But do you see what I mean, though? Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like... Looking at it, now that I see it more up close, I can tell that, like, because we're both both big girls, like, we weren't going to fit there comfortably, but also, But also, there's a shit. better way to say something, like, right. like, like I, oh, let's, let's try to find you another spot. Which right. is essentially what they did, but it was like, and I, and I mean, it happened a while ago, and I'm probably saying it with, like, a little bit more bite than, like, it probably happened, but still, like... Was the server big? No. Mm-hmm. I also think sometimes, like, oh. I love Tweet, by the way. Just, yeah, no, Tweet, like, yeah. like yeah. Tweet's very good. Yeah. yeah, they're awesome. Was this at Tweet? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. And it was, like, a, it was a really busy time, too. So, I mean, it's like, I feel like it was, like, like a one-on-one one-off person, because I love that place, but. Well, and it's hard when you haven't had, I mean, that's a place that has many people working there. Yeah. Right? Right. But also, there is. That's really difficult. That's... See what I mean by, like, good slash bad weird? Yeah, because there's, like, a better way... First of all, there's just a, a an outrightly better way to communicate. Right, that. right, right. B, like, I'm here trying to give you money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you gonna... What? 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 Right. Yeah. Right? And I get that people get busy, and I... And as someone who goes to tweet, like, I, that place is busy. all the time. But it does not take anyone that much to take a, a second to think of that. To think of, like, how am I going to say this to you? That won't mm. work. That won't work for you is sort of just cutting. Mm. Yeah. Cutting. I also think, you know, what happens, uh, I'll speak for myself. I can't speak for either of you. There are so many times where... Someone will say something like that, and in the moment, I just let it go, because mm-hmm. we're so tired. Y- yes. Yeah. And the amount of labor it takes to be like, can you not be an asshole to me? Right. Yeah. Is like can be exhausting. Yeah. And then you look back and you're like, no, fuck that shit. Right. Like. Yeah. Oh. Hey, motorcycles. Hey, motorcycles. Yeah, for real. Um, and I think that's like really hard, as fat people in the world. That we are constantly forgiving moments of injustices mm-hmm. because, we, A, we're trained not to fight about it, right? Like, because we are trained from the, from even, it, it, like, let's say you weren't born fat. Like, let's say you weren't someone who was, like, a fat kid. I was always a fat kid, right? Right. But, like, you're trained to know that you're somehow the problem. Yeah. Right? Like, society has told us that, like, this is our issue, if you weren't just so fat, you wouldn't this. Or if you weren't so fat, you wouldn't this, right? Mm-hmm. So you just, like, don't press upon things like that. And, like, I feel like one of the things I love about my 30s is I'm just better about saying, that's unacceptable. I need you to rephrase that. And, like, and that's where I, like, I just say, there's a better way to say that to me. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't, like, I don't say you're an asshole. Yeah, I'm just, I just say, there's a better way to say that. Yeah. And move on. 
Yeah. And then they freak out because they're like, huh? Huh? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. There is. Yeah. Uh... There's a only one dedicated, like, there's Deflowered, which is a dedicated gluten-free... Bakery. Bakery. Mm-hmm. But there's only one dedicated gluten-free restaurant in Chicago. Really? Yeah. yeah. What is it? Wheat's End. <laughs> and That's it's funny. in Lincoln Park. Oh, God. Oh. So it's, like, on... It's, like, right where Clark and Broadway split. So, like, getting down there, it's, like... <sighs> yeah, that oh. sucks. Yeah. But it's the only dedicated gluten-free restaurant in Chicago. Weird. Isn't that weird? And that's why I'm saying, like, it's hard. That's weird to me. It makes sense. Chicago is a place that loves its gluten. Yeah, and it's just like, Lincoln Park, You is, is I feel like, is a place you'd expect that to be. <laughs> like, and maybe it's just me. I, I don't like, know if it's technically Lakeview or Lincoln Park. It's right on the border of those neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, got hit with the butterfly door in fucking Lincoln Park. Got hit with a butterfly door? Yeah. What is the butterfly door? From, on, on a car? Oh, like a, <laughs> like in a Lamborghini? Yeah. Oh. I'm like, like, a, like, like a DeLorean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I call them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's the most Lincoln Park shit right? I've ever heard yeah. of my entire like, life. an exclusively gluten-free restaurant? Okay. You're like, yeah. yeah. Lincoln yeah. Park to have it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking either that or like somewhere on the south side because like I feel like on the south side there's like a lot of in like kind of Hyde Park like Bridgeport mm-hmm. area there's a lot of those kind of like alternative eating yeah. spots. Mm-hmm. I do love Hyde Park has uh, a really great um, alternative to like a Whole Foods situation. Also quite frankly I love the Whole Foods trough. <laughs> That's the Whole Foods trough. What? <laughs> That's what I call the salad bar. Oh yeah, or yeah. The, like, bar is the trough. <laughs> I thought that's what you meant, and I was like, but I was like, surely that's not what she means. No, that is what you. Oh, shit. Uh, there's always seating. Oh, you can, there's always tables. It's never a problem. I never have to think about like if I could get food, I could eat. The Whole Foods trough is my favorite. So wait, what's the Whole Foods alternative down on the south side? Oh, where it's like on. I want to say it's on sixty third, but I think it's. Oh, is it Bon Sant? Is it? I don't know the name of it. I just it's like by that Starbucks. Oh, I don't know. It's like and uh, I believe it's black owned. Which is, is it? Is it like rad as fuck. like you walk in and there's like a there's like a whole wall of vitamins and then there's like a juice bar. Yes. Yeah. Juice bar. It's like um by Valois. What what are, mellow yellow and like mm, I, yeah, like all, yeah. all it's like on that mm-hmm. same strip. Yeah, I, I think. Used to live by there. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. You living there, I yeah, guess, I guess, is what I mean. Uh, I don't know why I said R.I.P. Yeah. But, um, but uh, no, I, they have a really good, if it's the same place, like, you can get really good sandwiches there. I mean, I cannot. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I said that to you. You can get really good sandwiches there. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen those sandwiches being made. Damn it, Jesse. <laughs> uh, I think, like, uh, I did. I did a uh, high holy Dave services down there once, and I uh, would go there all the time. But I would get like cashew hummus and like you know like things that there are like there is this weird intersection of vegan and gluten-free oh yeah that there's this incredible place um somewhere on the south side it's called bot bakery and it is vegan gluten-free 
nightshade free. Nightshade free. Nightshade free. What is that? So nightshades are like potato potatoes. I don't know. Potatoes. I don't think are a nightshade. They're peppers, onions, tomatoes, eggplants. Yeah. None of those because they're for people with autoimmune disorders. They can be very inflammatory. Oh, I yeah. didn't even know nightshades was a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Angela Torres, who hosts Scoppy's food podcast mm-hmm. called Hearth and Soul. Mm-hmm. Um, she, w- one of her foods to avoid are nightshades. I've never, mm-hmm. never heard the term nightshades. I listened to that podcast. Maybe I should listen to it. We actually had a great discussion <laughs> about our, well, she has an autoimmune disorder and I have a dis-autoimmune disorder, but... A dis-autoimmune? Ehlers-Danlos is called a dis-autoimmune disorder. Oh. Interesting. So, uh, I don't know what that really so means. Be a disorder? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like you just copy-edited the fuck out of my disease. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I'm sure it means something very specific. I know. And I feel very ignorant to this moment. I just know it's called a dis-autoimmune disorder. Is what it just mean? A disorder? If you have seen Jessie's face, it was very... She she looked fucking, like, snatched. Oh, that wig just came right off. Wouldn't that just be a disorder? Now I feel like I want to... I want to... I want to figure out what... Oh, my God! What it means. No, 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 no. We're all on this journey together now. I take my job too far. <laughs> you copy edited the fuck out of my disease. You mean your, her pirate disease? I know. She, has pirate a, disease. she has a pirate disorder, Kita. You can't fuck with pirates, Kita. Okay, Dysautonomia 101. It's an umbrella term used to describe several different medical conditions that cause malfunction of the atomic. Uh, ot- Autonomic nervous system. Hmm. Uh, uh, The system that controls the automatic functions of the body that we do not consciously think about. Aha! So, joints. Uh, Oh, interesting. Sorry. No! I mean, like I said, I was like, I just know that that's what it's called, but I was like, I don't know why it's called that. Interesting. Well. Thanksaltstick.com. Yes! Sponsor us. Um. (laughs) I mean, I eat those tablets, so yes, sponsor us. Yeah, yeah. it's one of the, like, the things I do for my body. Ooh, the body. One of the pirate things? Mm Mm-hmm. Yar. Yar. Citrus. Well, uh, on that note, I think it's time for closing thoughts. (laughs) Closing thoughts. I have a closing thought. What is your closing thought? I really need Whole Foods to (laughs) rebrand. The hot trunk. Simply the hot trunk. The hot trunk. The cool trunk. The trunk. That's my favorite thing. And then, like it, like it's just like a big banner hanging over that section that just says troughs. Yes. And like, and like beautiful script. Troughs. Troughs. I love it. Hot trough and cold trough. I feel like let's get a trough. She got a trough on. I want like a shirt that says "hot trough" on it. That's what I want. And an arrow. And an arrow pointing down. Oh my god! (laughs) 
I mean, don't open that door. <laughs> well, I think that I think that pretty much. That's uh, our closing. Yeah, our closing thoughts are troughs, 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 hot eat, troughs. Eat, eat of them. Yes. <laughs> eat of them with. <laughs> eat of them in good health. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool. cool. Well, thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to see more of what we're up to, you can head over to Instagram at Posse. You can head over to Facebook at FatChat. And you can send us an email at scopymag at gmail.com, subject line FatChat. Thanks so much for fattening with us.